You've been lied to. That's the title of the homily. But before we get into it, I'm going to go back to Ash Wednesday. If you weren't here on Ash Wednesday, kind of set an image for us for Lent, coming in and experiencing this great season to come back to the one who created us and saves us. And the image was be a sunflower, S-O-N, flower. Be planted. Be planted here. Be planted in truth and light. And don't do your own thing. So many of us, can, and we have the tendency, I'm going to do my own thing. No, do his thing. His thing. His word. His wisdom. His altar. His cross. His Eucharist. His confession. Absolution and confession. I absolve you in the Father, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That's what he does for us. So we want to be planted in that. And as we're planted, then we can grow. And grow in God, forever blooming. John 10, 10, I've come that you might have life and have it to the overflowing. And what do we grow into? We grow into being beautiful. Always pointing to the sacrificial love of the cross. Let your light shine for all the world to see. That they may see your works and give glory to your Father in heaven. And it's not only beautiful, and the only beauty that there is, but it's fragrant. People will say, where did you get that love and that life and that joy and that passion and that generosity? I want that. And that's the fragrance and the sweetness of Christ. The sun, S-O-N, will make you grow and bloom and become beautiful and fragrant. Just be in the sun. Receive the sun. More than anything else that God would want for you or me is this. To receive all that he has for us. Plant. Plant in the church and her sacraments. And you will never be wanting. I don't know when MTV came out. And that might be for us older people. But that was 70s maybe, 60s. And they were talking to the MTV. Uh, TV producer and they said, hey, how do you know what they want? How do you know what to give them? And he re responded, we don't ask them, we tell them what they like. How often does that happen? People telling us what we like, what truth is. You've been lied to. I've been lied to. We have been lied to. And very heartbreaking, our children have been lied to. What was that lie in your life? What is that lie in your life? Our children, am I a boy or am I a girl? And how we've sexualized everything and we use people and we don't love people to the glory of God. What the church is about is calling out the liar and his lies. We want so much light shining then that there is no darkness allowed. My good friend, when he was in second grade, he wasn't able to read. He had a learning disability, but they didn't know that. They didn't discover that until he was in college. So his teacher would pull his hair when he misread. And what he called himself and began to call himself was, I'm a dummy. I'm a dummy. And... He went through life like that. 
And that was just reinforced all the times that he wasn't able to read. And he had to go to the remedial courses in high school and grade school and college because he, of his learning disability. Lie heaped upon lie. He was battered. He was confused about who he was. And what does that happen? What does that line take us away from? It limits us from believing and risking and growing and creating. He believed that lie. Satan in Genesis chapter 3 said to Eve, did God really say for you not to eat anything from the trees? Then Satan continues with Eve, you're free to eat. You will certainly not die. What's the first thing that happened? That was the first lie, and they did die. And it's been haunting us since in so many ways. He causes confusion and doubt. St. John Paul the Great said this, the key to understanding all reality is the attempt of the evil one to abolish all fatherhood, particularly breaking our trust of God the Father at the fall. With that first sin, trust died in the human heart and we looked for answers outside of God. I've shared this with you before, but it's so important to understand in our journey on life. Original sin is not committed, it's contracted. It's a state, it's not an act. It is some, it's not something we do, we are born into it. So even if we had the best fathers in the world with really secure attachments, if we have this really good image of the father and a template for a good, loving, and trustworthy father, there is something about original sin that weasels its way in to our hearts and allows us to distrust God's goodness. Remember the first line from the catechism, the Father's plan is our sheer goodness, infinite goodness. The evil one slyly insinuates that our Father is not trustworthy. Satan is a liar and he's the father of lies. And I don't know about you, but I get sick of these lies that I believe in my own life and I see in this world and that do so much damage and isolation and destruction to the hearts of our youth and our adults. His goal is to destroy us forever. And his method is lies. Oh, Father John, you're overreacting and you're just being, no. If you say that to me, I would say to you, wake up. John Eldridge said this about the evil one. He is called the father of lies, not the father of ridiculous suggestions. He is good at this. He is a master liar. This is what he does. This is his character. It's like God the Father is singing a beautiful song over our life and the enemy is singing slightly out of tune, but it's still intriguing, alluring, enticing. Do you notice how we can hang on every word the enemy says and says, tell me more that I'm not worthy, that I'm not lovable, that I'm easy to walk away from. And this gets reaffirmed throughout our lives through many tragic situations and relationships. Remember Tim, 
calling himself a dummy for years. And then finally they figured out a learning disability it was, and he got straight A's in his master and doctorate programs. The evil one is orchestrating and knows exactly what he's doing. He's smarter than anyone except the Holy Spirit. So we wake up to that. Henry Nouwen, one of the most revered and sought after spiritual leaders in the 20th century in the English language said this, every one of us is a prodigal son when we go looking for unconditional love in a place that it can't be found. Every one of us is that prodigal son when we go looking for unconditional love in a place that can't be found. And what do these lies cost? Confusion, and they're crushing. They're crushing our children and us and me. They crush identity and purpose. It's a constant onslaught on all sides. And if you think I'm going overboard on this, I say, wake up. Kids ages 11 to 18 spend seven and a half to nine hours in front of the screen every day. Seven and a half to nine hours. Parents, all of us, we need to monitor that and the consequences of that. Even if it's good stuff in front of a screen. You know, we have on our money and God we trust. I think what's really happening now, if we were honest, it would be in cell phones we trust. Don't plant there, plant in the sun, S-O-N. The word and the sacraments, it's all here. Next Saturday, March 9th at 10 a.m., we have a communal reconciliation service. Come hear some of the most powerful words that you will ever know. I just was with three or four people this week, and they made a good confession, a thoughtful confession with their heart. And you know what happened? It was a revolution. It was one of their most powerful moments on earth. And that can happen in two minutes. Next Saturday, we gather to celebrate that great mercy that God has for us. Let the sun shine. Make us beautiful. Now, when you pray, and you pray for yourself, and you pray with someone else, this is my recommendation. Pray for truth and pray for light. Why? Because people are living the lie, and the truth combats and defeats the lie and shows us our identity. And pray for light. Light shows us our purpose, the way to walk in righteousness each day. The evil one wants us to be in the shadows, in darkness. He does not want us to be seen and known by God. But my friends, we so desire this. I can't tell you so many times in my own life when I want to share my day with somebody, but I'm busy or I'm alone. And we can present like we have it all together but none of us has it all together. We can present, have nice clothes, nice house, nice car, makeup, smiles, I'm good. And it can be such an affront to authenticity. 
Or we can think, I'm the only one who's bad. I'm the only one who's unfaithful. I'm the only one who's struggling with lust and pornography or greed or pride or resentment or whatever that might be. But we have all fallen short, very short, all these lies. Again, his goal is to destroy us. The evil one's goal is to destroy us. And his method is lies. God wants us in a relationship, in a family. That is what we were made for. We wandered off, did our own thing, and planted in a lie. What lie have you believed? What lie are you believing right now in your life? Pray about it. Talk about it as a family, in your group. What's the church about? Calling out the liar in his lies. I got this. I want to kind of rhymes, but maybe you can take it with you. It's time to cry over the lie you buy. Cry over the lie you buy. Tim bought dummy, and that was for over two decades of his life. It so limited him. Why do you have to cry over the lie you buy? God has given us nothing but good things and loved us with everlasting love, and we threw it away. Rita Simons, this poet I enjoy, says this as we move towards the truth and light. This is addressed to God. Will you refuse a sinner who's called to be a saint? You are the one who calls me. I'm at your mercy gate. Move from hiding in the dark and shame to being gathered around the table in the endless warmth love, light, joy, and laughter beyond comprehension. That is when the Eucharist will reign in our hearts, community, and world, when we cry over the lie that has caused us and others all the pain and isolation. Now we come back to you, the trustworthy one, and we pray, and let us pray. In different ways, we have given our hearts to something that will always fail, a lie. Show us the emptiness and heartbreak the lie is. Speak your truth and light of your unfailing love into our hearts. May your voice conquer all the opposition and lies of the enemy. We plant ourselves firmly in your church and sacraments. Shine your unending light upon us to show us the true path of your love, gathering all into the joy of your family, unending. Amen.